Hey y'all, it's your girl Dia and Chima back on the scene like Listerine. Welcome to CNL TV, where we give you unfiltered gist on controversial, hot, and juicy topics from a boss girl mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Season 2, Episode 7, African Food to the World, Start Your Food Business. So today, guys, we have a special guest by the name of... Felucia Ariamo. Hi, Felucia. How are you? Great. Living my best life, you know. Doing all the things I need to do to succeed in this world. As you should, as you should. Are you excited for today's topic? Oh no, it sounds like an interrogation. Is it really an interrogation or me just trying to get to know? It's you trying to get to know, which is the same thing as an interrogation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do want to know what inspires you to start a food business. Um... Well, growing up, there's one thing that always connected me towards my family and everyone around. It was definitely food. Food was one of those things that no matter who you were, no matter broke, poor, or anything like that, everybody experienced, oh, yeah, let's eat together. Like, there was one thing that is a human need or a necessity. It's food. So for me to start or create something that was related to food was always a given. I always wanted to make people happy. So in that case, I decided, hey, the best way to do that is food. Food brings a temporary joy, a long-term joy. It could it could change a person's whole day, personal beliefs, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why. Okay, that's what's up. So why suya then? Suya, um, it's actually interesting. Suya in Nigeria is actually street food. Mm-hmm. It's one of the quick, fast food that you get, but everyone is so passionate about it. It's like one of those things, like, you could, if you find it, you're like, oh, man, that's the best ever. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's yeah. like, it creates, it creates that sensation of, like, wow. Like, Suya in Brooklyn and the yeah. city. It's like, yeah. it creates that connection it's a back. Great mix. Yeah. It creates that connection back to home. And also, so that basically creates a connection to their heart. I like that. It's it's outstanding. The reason why I chose Suya is because my business partner actually had a brand when he was doing his own Suya spice and everything like that for a oh, while. That's lit. So it's like, and he has one of the best spices. Mm. So I wanted to create Nigerian food, but I was like, yo, what can I do in order for it to seal the deal instead of just doing a general Nigerian food stand with the right grandmas in the kitchen and everything like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the typical, typical. Uh, I didn't want the typical. I wanted to be like ninja boys, just mm-hmm. ready, rocking it, like going in. Right. So, yeah, that's why. It's like, it's that combination of like my business partner. He was amazing at it. And I was like, yo, you got this? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm ready. Let's do it together. And that combination of like his heritage of always just like, he was always looking for the best suya. 
So him creating in the best of your spice right. was just like, oh, okay, you created something that is amazing. I I got the formula for this. Mm-hmm. This is how we deliver it. This mm-hmm. is how it's done. Right. Because I'm used to the restaurant world. I'm used to the business world. So with that combined, it created that symbiotic relationship where it's like the world is going to want it. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's like food. The world wants it. Of course. We just no one made wants it. to starve. Exactly. Everybody wants to eat. Yeah. We so just we made it. Eat. We just made it like now anywhere you go to like a Nigerian party. Like nowadays you're like you see them, they're like, Oh, you have your jello fries yet? But yeah. out of nowhere, you just like, wait, they got suya here? Rose like they got suya? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you know about to be lit. Yeah. It's like, all right, suya? Yeah. You know, it's it's the life of the party, you know. I like that. Yeah. I like to tell my customers when they ask, like, yo, hey, like, what is suya? I like to, if they're Mexican, I easily transition to their to their culture. I'm like, you know what a, a burrito or taco is mm-hmm. in their world? Mm-hmm. It's street food. Mm-hmm. But we just took it to another level here. Right. So you can have a familiarization, uh, famili- familiar, whatever, you know the word. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So you can have that connection towards uh-huh. history, right. you know. Um, that connection is what builds relationship. You of know? course, it's what ties everything together. Right. We just did it through food. We did it through suya. That's why we chose suya. Suya itself, the word like that suya. It's like you can look all over the world and be like, "Yo, what is the meaning of suya?" That really doesn't even have. A meaning. Man. It's like spice with meat. Like, you're just like, wait, what? What? So it's, like, not huh? one it's, like, it's like a combination. Not spice with meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's it was like something that I looked into and I was just like, wait, hold on. If the, if what I'm selling does not have a specific thing, mm-hmm. identity, right. then that means it's meant for everyone. Of course. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. I mess with that. Suya. I mess with that. So, um, I was looking at your suya bowls, and I saw that it has an acaline touch to it. There's kale in it, and you have other sides to it. So, what do you aim to achieve when you make your suya bowls? Is it so that it can be equally appealing to the culture and the community, or is it just your vision? Um, the first thing about the suya bowl is. When you look at the construct of the bowl, mm-hmm. right? You have your rice, you have your kale, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of tomatoes and cucumbers, mm-hmm. and then you have whatever protein you want to add into it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That right there, for me, I used to be an artist, and it was creating a landscape. Mm-hmm. It was creating that that earth tone. Like, okay, yeah, here's the land as the rice. The trees is the kill. The cucumbers and tomatoes is the fruit bearing. And the meat is the wild animals that you see everywhere. Right. It's like you're consuming what the earth gives you. Right. So what is the earth going to do? Bless you. Because that's what we put in it. Love. I like that. I like you know? that. So it's like that combination of love from Mother Nature. And we're just designing a bowl that's going to... No matter what... If you look at the bowl, you're just like... It's not going to dawn to like some customer's head. But when they look at it... And they look at a painting of anywhere and they see the like 
the landscape, the trees and everything like that. And the mm-hmm. little animals, you know, on the painting, they're going to be like, wait, hold. Like, it's something that works with the psychology, you right. know? So it's like, I took that aspect and I kind of like created with my business partner and was like, yo, okay, this is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to be. It took some trials and errors. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried the stewards at first. I was like, get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't work out properly because then customers couldn't close the bowl. Whoa. You know, I didn't want it to be a typical suya. Like, you know, I wanted it to be like, this is a meal meal. A meal you know? meal, yeah. So that's that's like one of the that. reasons why. Like and that. then the other one is just because health reasons, you know. You right. have your healthy vegetables mm-hmm. there definitely packed in. And introducing kale to Nigerians was just like a shock. It was like, yo, give me some of Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like, when I came in, I saw the kale, I was like, kale? I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm. Sh- we were trying to show them like, hey, like, this is this is the world we live in now, you know? Like, right. it's okay to have the spinach, you know, which is that four that they want. And yeah. It's okay to have that, but have you ever tried this? Right. This combination? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that upbringing of like, don't be used to just your own culture. I like that. It's yeah. a blend. Yeah. You know, the right. world doesn't revolve around one specific exactly. thing. It's exactly. Exactly. So, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, Brooklyn Suya is more Nigerian based. I'm wondering why you decided to open a spot in the place that doesn't align with the ethnicity of the community really in terms of like it's not a lot of Nigerians there it's more like a group of different cultures there what made you want to open your spot in that area um one um to be honest with you it was per- it was it was timing it was timing okay. I saw an opportunity and I grabbed it but the opportunity another opportunity came where I could have had it in a place where I was like predominantly black and Nigerians but I chose it there because I realized I'm not trying to I'm not trying to give Nigerian food Nigerian food Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get every culture to realize that Nigerian food is outstanding it's popping all right y'all heard it y'all heard it you know so it's like that combination plus I wanted every customer that come in there to have a connection towards their culture. I like that. Going back to Africa. Beautiful. So when they experience a flavor in the suya bowl that connects them to their past histories of, oh, my mom used to use this kind of spice and it almost tastes like this. Mm-hmm. My mom used to make this steak like this and it's close to it. Or right. my dad or yes. my uncle. And it, it, it connects them to That's their culture. Yeah. But it brings them back to reality of Africa. Yes. So it's just like... Where do you go wrong with that? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to choose a neighborhood where it's like, oh, yeah, like the regular day. Oh, yeah, this is my Nanja people. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I wanted the world to experience it. Why keep a, why keep something good for yourself? Okay. The truth about it is sharing. You got to share the world. You got to share the gift to the world in order for the world to be at peace. Okay. You know, giving, you know, I'm, I, we just did it as in like, yo, we're going to give them something amazing. We're going to give every culture something outstanding. And the people who's going to be able to check us is Nigerians when they come in. Those are the checkers. Yeah, they'll be like, 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 pull down the glasses. Exactly. Hey, what's up? (laughs) So it's like when you see a Nigerian coming inside the shop, all my employees, they're like, oh, shit. Okay, I got you. 
you know? Mm-hmm. They know, like, okay, yo, that barbecue that we make, you know, Brooklyn Suya barbecue, all right, we got to ask them before we put it in because we know it's not supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to be this type of way. This is it. Yep. This is it. Yep. So they fall in line to that. So that way the customer that's Nigerian is like, yes, all right, okay. Yeah, this okay. is real Suya. But at the same time, we give them a culture shock of where it's kale, cucumbers, and tomatoes right. in it. So their mind is like, so they're blending with other cultures now. Yeah. yeah and then are. at the same time, all the cultures is blending with ours. Right. So now when you hear Nigerian, when you hear, oh, I'm Nigerian, you're like, oh, yeah, from any culture, they're like, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about it in some way, you know, because <laughs> if they've been in that shop, then they know a little bit and then go back out. And then when they meet a Nigerian, they're like, oh, shit, yeah, that shit was dope. Right. That shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to elevate our culture. Okay. All right. All right, Felicia. Elevate. <laughs> so we're going to take a shift in this conversation. Um, I know you're a Black-owned business, and I just want to know, does your business stretch the Black dollar? I don't know what that means. Okay, you want me to get into it? Yeah, get into it. All right, so what I'm asking you is like, you know, are you investing into, how are you, are you, in terms of like building your bridge, your bridges, are you investing into other black owned things like in order to make your business thrive mm. in terms of like i don't know maybe collabing with another business owner maybe um borrowing a certain type of spice or plate from another company that is black owned and what the end result is is creating these bridges with other black owned people and then in the long run stretching the black dollar Mm. um i understand the question and the way that i've done it is this way the way that we have done it because my business partner as well okay he does the african events so basically catering and everything like that so if there's anyone that need any catering because everything's overpriced everywhere right he goes in and actually goes like yo we're less than the price let's cater for this place and we get it done that way Mm -hmm. that way the people aren't stressed over that little amount of money, you know, the money that that they have to pay, pay. you know? So we're giving them back that. as in like, yo, okay, we're going to give you our time and energy. We're not looking for the income, but because you need this service done, we're going to give you the best service that we have at the lowest cost. Okay. And that's predominantly any Nigerian parties or any Nigerian events is coming up, anything like that, we do it that way. The way I do it is by any local business around me mm-hmm. predominantly black owned mm-hmm. i go in there i visit them i talk to them and then anything that they need from us we collab okay like they I might like need that. groceries or you know i have my shipment coming in this time and i'm like okay you can definitely take that i don't really need it right now okay definitely you know we wash each other's hand i like that very um, well it's one of those things it's like a symbiotic relationship around the community especially in crown heights when it's all black owned businesses yes around, yes 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 know? So we like to wash each other's hands I and make that. sure everything's like neatly family. Love it. You know, people stray away, but we come back together as in like, yo, you good? You surviving? All right, cool. But that's just black, black, black look, looking out for each other. Right. You know, um, it's that connection that's like, it's not about the skin. 
It was mm-hmm. more about like heritage of the mind. Okay, of, like, okay. You're African. Mm-hmm. You know, you're African. You got that Afrocentric. You got that melanin. Yeah, All right, yeah, yo, we yeah, good. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. good. Like, it's a sub. It's, it's the a way sub. it is. It's a sub. It's a sub. So I, but in a, in a matter of fact, I also don't actually want to put it against race. Okay. I just look at it as in like, I help everyone. Okay. But it's a matter of fact that I realize that I have to help out a specific amount of people. Yeah. Like a certain, my yes. people. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I, to be said, I do go above and beyond for my people. Mm-hmm. But doesn't mean I don't go above and beyond for others. I like that too. You know? So it's just like that combination. So it's like, yes, we do wash each other's hand. We do you know, share the dollars. We do good. do what we have to do. And my shop it's mainly like I, I don't want to get racist with it it's black not racist. Male, you know it's like black males and black females it's okay. like the reason why is because in order for our culture to grow mm-hmm. i realize i have to hire people who wants to learn about having a business while yes. they work there right and predominantly it's all black okay so it's like when they're working there they're learning it in and day out so when they go out in their world, they can start a business. Because I'm, let, I'm letting them know, like, hey, this is how you do it. For any business you want to work or develop, this is the format. The format, the format has always been basic for starting any business. You work hard, no sleep, get your money up, find a place, talk, be nice, be humble at all times, and you're going to win. It's that yeah. principles, you know? So it's like, it's all about love at the end of the day. I never shy away from helping out anyone. My business partner never shies away from helping out anyone. I left their riffraffs that really just want to cause a problem. <laughs> oh, then my we God. Handle it. So that's just... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, so um, you brought me right into my next question. What are the pros of starting a food business? Love. The pros of starting a food business is love. You never get any more love than that. Food, like I said before, food is something that somebody could hate you one day, (laughs) walk in your shop, eat a bowl. The next day they're talking to you about that bowl and you're just (laughs) looking at them like, didn't you hate me two seconds ago? Right, didn't you just hate me? Didn't you just, you know, like... He wasn't and, messing with me. Yeah. Now, now you just looking at it like, yeah, yo. Because you fool. You fool. You yeah. just ate some good love energy. You yeah. know? Like, you're just ready. Now you're just like, I've had people come in there that was the most gangstest people ever. Like, yo, what is this shit, son? Like, you know, walking around. You know, I'm like, yo, here's a sample, bro. Just try a sample. They take a bite. They're like, mm, this thing smack. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? It's smack, right? Yeah, this is good. All right, okay. Get yourself a bowl. Let's sit down and talk. I was screaming. And we have, like, the most amazing conversations after that. You know, it's that connection of, like, food brings love. Right. There's some customers that walk in, and they're just, like, so timid, like, so shy. But once they start eating, and then I ask them, like, yo, how's your day? Are you stressed? Are you okay? They're like, oh, yeah, now I can talk. Now I can relax. Yeah. Because you just fed their yes. their, their stomach. Yeah. And then now you're feeding their mind. Right. So it's a combination of both of those things that's a winner. You know, um, yeah, you get a little bit of sun here and there, but everyone comes out love. It's like Brooklyn Suya, when anyone walks in there, it's almost like it's a neutral zone in life. It's like you come in, 
you're getting your food, even though you have to wait, even if no one says anything to you. It's like that place of peace. The aroma is in the air. Your food is being made. Even though life is rushing by and you got things to do. But that mm-hmm. weight, mm-hmm. that smell in the air. And when your right. food comes out and you get it. Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, yeah, I'm going to feast on this bad boy mm-hmm. later. Because you know? I was thinking about you all day mm-hmm. long. So it's like, it's one of those things. We create love. We create love and happiness in every bowl. We create love, happiness, okay. and joy. And that's the... That's the only thing a black man can do, is create love, happiness, and joy. I love that. Um, Why do you think this is a good business to venture into? Um, The reason why I think... Especially for people that want to start a new business, a food business, like they have an interest for it. The reason why I think it's a good business to venture into is risk. Okay. You learn from your risk, and if you never take a shot, then you're bound to always fail. Okay. You know, um, the reason why I say that is because this is a good business because every time there's always going to be challenges. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to face them, mm-hmm. solve, mm-hmm. and continue. Okay. Once you learn how to solve the problems, you get better and better and better. All the right. restaurant world is about solving issues. Mm. It's learning how to solve issues over and over and over, making every customer happy. That is the challenge of every day. Mm-hmm. First is the employees. Then it's the customers. Then it's you. Right. It's one of those things. It's like, if you're ready to start a business or ready to start a restaurant or anything like that, it's more of a thing that you have to understand. Like, there is no, there is no peaceful life. Sorry to say. Peaceful mm-hmm. life comes from you doing what you love. Mm-hmm. The restaurant world is what you love then you're going to have an easy time. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be struggles. But you're going to learn how to overcome them every time because you're t- you're, you're just built for it. Right. You know? Um, that's If you if anyone is trying to do a restaurant world, you just got to learn. Like, yo, you, you roll with the punches and you learn how to get hit, but you learn how to get back up stronger than before. I like that. Um. So what you're saying... Is that it's not about the money, but it's about the passion. Yes. Okay. All right. So mm, sum what? up my whole thing. All right. All right. You know, I just had to make sure right. so that the listeners are hearing. What is your vision for Brooklyn Suya long term? A uh, national brand. It's gonna be everywhere. So it's like it's just it's gonna be everywhere. It's like long term. It's gonna be everywhere. You're gonna see it like how you see. Every other shop, you're going to see it. It's not going to lose its values. It's not going to lose its core of love. It's definitely not because I'm still going to be there. My business partner is still going to be there. Absolutely. it's going to be everywhere. Long term, I want it to be in like 13, 14, 15. I'm just still working on the first one, getting it steady. Steady. Because the root is the foundation. Right. You want consistency. Yeah. Anything could grow from that. So I'm just getting a... I'm getting a root solid, a nice, strong foundation, a nice rooted base. And then after that, everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Like, I'm already thinking about one in Chicago. I'm already thinking about one, like, it's... It, what about ATL? I don't know about that. <gasps> <laughs> ATL! That's where all the black people are. What do you mean? Nah, I'm joking. 
But yeah, yeah, definitely, yo. If the opportunity pops up, definitely doing it. Texas too. Yeah, definitely Texas. Definitely Texas. Yeah. I need to colonize some white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Felicia, this was a great conversation. I try occasionally, only on weekends. Okay, now. Anyway, we thank you thank for her. coming to our podcast. We really appreciate you. I'm sure my co-host, Lydia, would definitely appreciate this talk. And my viewers would definitely appreciate this talk. So we really, really thank you for your input and your mind on this topic. We really, really want other people out there who are interested in starting food businesses. And they don't have the encouragement to have some sort of encouragement by the end of this podcast. We hope you have that. And we hope you have your energy to start your food business. So thank you so much, Felicia, for coming. You're welcome. And thank you to everyone that's listening and actually tuning in to actually just enjoy this beautiful thing that um, you two are creating. Um, it's, It's dope. It's a great energy world. It's, you know, that's how we move in this world. Positive energy. Positive energy. Thank you so much. You guys, if you guys have any questions, you can shoot us an email or DM us at CNLTV. Thank you all. Later. See ya. <laughs>